0: Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong.
1: Welcome everybody to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. I am Tiny, unfortunately... I'm alone this week. I want to apologize for, first of all, for the delay of the show. Mother's Day is uh, pretty much a it's a big deal around my house. It's Christmas, Thanksgiving, and then Mother's Day. And then, on top of that, not quite sure how to say this, John quit the show. There was some spicy dialogue in the Discord last week. You know what's not spicy? It's <laughs> a Chick-fil-A sandwich. <laughs>
0: That is not spicy at all. It's rather bland. <laughs> so we fooled you. We, yeah. we pulled a sneaky. <laughs> I didn't quit the show, but I am here to defend my position that Chick fil A is vastly overrated and that people like Tiny have just bought into the propaganda and refused to admit that anything is wrong <laughs> with Chick-fil-A. That's all
1: I'm saying. I've always said that Chick-fil-A had a premium price tag on those chicken sandwiches. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> they do. They don't have a value menu. No, they don't. They don't. And although, they serve- guess, although one could argue that their entire menu is a value menu <laughs> considering the quality of ingredients It's not and quality. the city <laughs> service you get while you're there. I, I will give you that they
0: have <laughs> they have decent service. Comparatively speaking to other fast food restaurants, all, yeah. as a whole, they have decent service. But they're not lightning fast, as I proved the other day when I timed myself in the (laughs) drive-thru, just to prove a point. I didn't even want Chick-fil-A. I went (laughs) Chick-fil-A just to prove a point. Left early for lunch, too, (laughs) earlier than I normally do. And that Tiny and others like him are in the Chick-fil-A cult, and they are unable to criticize Chick-fil-A. Just say something bad about Chick-fil-A, Tiny. They're
1: they're too expensive.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) All right. So, Todd, he has one criticism of (laughs) Chick-fil-A.
1: That's the only criticism I have searched the very depths of my soul, John. Okay. That is like their lone criticism. Sure, sure. That chicken carries a premium price tag.
0: We're both getting choked up talking about this. (laughs) Do you know how horribly they treat their owners, which they can't call owners, by the way, because of legal ramifications if they were to call them owners. They're just called operators. Like you are you talking
1: about like the the corporation treating the franchise owners yeah or operators I should say. All right, first of all, okay. Most franchises, like when I owned a
0: franchise, I paid a five percent fee every month of my sales to to be it. Yeah. All right, Chick Fil A, you got to pay fifteen percent on Mm -hmm. all your sales straight to the franchise. (laughs) Also, also, you got to pay fifty percent of profits to Chick Fil A too. Wow. Think about that. That's a lot. Also, you have no. You don't build any equity. So, like when you get ready to retire, if you want to hand it down to your kids or they sell have to it, buy it, no, they don't. You don't get the opportunity to buy. It. Okay, so I'm saying it's Chick Fil A, and let's not talk about how horribly they treat those. My pleasure. <laughs> Little kids who they force out there in all kinds of weather just so you could get your chicken sandwich and everything out there in a hundred and fifty degree weather on asphalt parking lots just so you could get it. Chick Fil A is not as Great as people
1: think. It sounds to me like what you're trying to say is Chick-fil-A should unionize. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like you're saying. I would say. Mr. Pro-Business John you know, over there. What
0: I would say is if I was going to, <laughs> first of all, if you want to get into Chick-fil-A, if you want to be a Chick-fil-A operator because yeah. you can't be an owner, it's only costs like 10 grand. Pretty cheap. Now, it's hard. They don't let anybody do it they probably wouldn't let a man like me do it i think you gotta (laughs) submit essays and all kind of stuff to be able to do it but if it was between paying 10 grand and being a chick Fil A operator or paying a million and a half dollars or whatever it is to get into a mcdonald's i would pick mcdonald's all day long Hmm. yeah you're gonna make more money anyways in the long run so
1: in the long run yeah Will you, though? Yeah. I don't know.
0: you can sell off your assets. You don't even own the equipment inside of a Chick-fil-A when you're an operator. Do you have to pay for it? Yes. That's part of that 15% every month. Wow. That's how they get you. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if you have to pay for upkeep on it. Like if your your cooler goes down, you got to pay the repair guy to come out there. If so, if you have to rent it and then pay to repair it, that is horrible. (laughs) I don't even know why people would do that.
1: Well, are there any uh, Chick-fil-A operators out there that are hurting? Or
0: Well, the average Chick-fil-A operator, I did a lot of research <laughs> but on did this. Did you think about
1: opening one?
0: No, but the average <laughs> Chick-fil-A operator <laughs> makes around $200,000 a year. Oh wow. Okay. So not not bad. Not too shabby. Not
1: too Especially shabby. Especially in Alabama But Imagine
0: dollars. owning a restaurant that does like five million dollars in sales in a year and you only get two hundred thousand dollars out of it. I'd put a bullet through my head. <laughs> and uh, you know, they require you to be there working too. You yeah. gotta be there. So you're working like sixty hours a week. You can't
1: just hire another manager and yeah,
0: go sit on the couch. Yeah, you're working like sixty hours a week mm-hmm. to get your two hundred K.
1: How much does it cost to open up a Taco Bell? I have no idea. I can't. Every day when we're pulling out of
0: our neighborhood, I get so excited about the Taco Bell. I I know that's
1: like Redneck and people in the neighborhood don't like the fact that a
0: Taco Bell is going to be right across the street. I love it. I'm ready to run to the border. you You know
1: what? I've actually been taking pictures of his progress. <laughs> Do like a time I lapse. To, I need to start posting those in the Discord. <laughs> we were riding by it yesterday, and I was like, "Tara, that ain't no like regular Taco Bell. That's yeah. gonna be like a show nuff nice Taco oh, Bell."
0: <laughs> Hudson also pointed out that it was gonna be an authentic Taco Bell because there were a lot of Latin Americans working on it. <laughs> Thanks for that, <laughs> I was like, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm ready. And I've, I've, I've been calling it Taco Bell Mead ever since. <laughs> you pointed that out. Yeah. That's great. That's great. <laughs> I don't know if it'll help or hurt our property values. <laughs> Definitely not going to help traffic right out there no, at the entrance. No, no, it's not. At least they didn't put an entrance right there. To Mitt Larry there, mm-hmm. you got to go in over there at Publix, but still, there'll be more people coming in and out.
1: They got three lanes there, so yeah. hopefully people turning into Taco Bell will move I'm over sure. early.
0: I heard we're getting a Hardee's over there, too. Over the same yeah. same area? I've heard Hardee's and Whataburger. I'm more inclined to think there'll I, be a Hardee's. I hope it's
1: not. I mean, I like Hardee's, but I'd rather have a Whataburger.
0: I've never had Whataburger. Ever? Ever.
1: I thought you said you liked it.
0: No, I don't remember. If I did, I probably lied about it. I don't think that I remember ever eating at a Whataburger. Okay, well,
1: I will say nothing good about Whataburger because I know you'll come back with this overrated. No. It's not not good at all. No. And they mistreat their franchise owners. (laughs) I don't know about Whataburger (laughs) franchise owners.
0: All I know is I would hate to work for like 40 years at a business and then Mm -hmm. not be able to hand it off to my kids or sell it and fund whatever I wanted to do the rest of my life. Right. So that's a bad deal to me. Plus, only making $200,000 a year, I can't live off of that kind of income, (laughs) you know? Not
1: living in Taco Bell meat? No, not living over (laughs)
0: here. with my lifestyle, three cars and a house and four kids, I I can't live off of that. That's paltry
1: (laughs) cash, you know? Yeah.
0: Which, we're in the early stages of maybe discussing getting me a new car or vehicle of some type, so...
1: You know what? I want to get excited about it, but But I don't have
0: my hopes. I was about to say I've
1: been let down so many times in the past.
0: (laughs) I just number one is I I hate to spend money, Mm -hmm. so and my car is paid for. Right now,
1: there's no chance. Is there any chance you're going to go out and get some midlife crisis? Oh, like a sports car,
0: like something, something nice. First of all, it's got to hold four kids, whatever (laughs) I get. You know. Like well, me and, told you and four Aval- kids. Avalon won't hold four yeah, kids. Will. Will oh, wait, wait, so okay. I drive. One of them sits up front. Three of them sit in the back. Okay. Deidre never rides in my car. <laughs> she would <laughs> never get in my car. As beneath
1: her. Yeah.
0: No. Never. Now I do have all kind of crap in there. Yeah. And there's like a whole set of golfing irons that Shane gives me <laughs> that's in the back seat floorboard and that all that. one time y'all played. No, no. I just I'm I wanna pick up golf. Okay. Yeah. All I right. feel like I'm at the income level where I can pick up Our golf. Our buddy now. Jeff,
1: he he is a golfing yeah.
0: fool. He loves it. Really, it's for more for Hudson. Mm -hmm. You know, Hudson can't play athletics because of his heart. And I feel like if he could pick up golf, it would be a good lifetime Mm -hmm. hobby he could have. Yeah. You know, like I would have played golf when I was a kid, but my dad and mom couldn't afford to and wouldn't join the country club at (laughs) Fed. So, you know, I, I, or I would have played golf. I used to hit golf balls in my yard and out in the field behind the house all the time.
1: My dad picked up golf for a little while. Yeah. And it is fun. I do prefer miniature golf. Okay. Yeah, I, I just feel like A real know, challenge. Hitting the ball through like the little windmills. Sure. And like the little monkey paw is so much more fun. No, I'm a little older than you.
0: Yeah. But they used to have like miniature golf, like a tour, and there was competitions that would come on, on a Sunday afternoon. Are you serious?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. We gotta bring that back.
0: And it wasn't like a.
1: Earthlight like and Wind need. will sponsor a miniature <laughs> golf tour.
0: It wasn't like windmills and stuff. The courses all had, you know, of course, green astroturf and then orange obstacles and orange mm-hmm. like sides down the the course or no, the no, holes no, no, and no, stuff. No. We
1: need. We can no, make this more sharp. fun. We nah. need. We need. You don't want to go over the top, Tiny. <laughs> people disagree. are going to
0: reject it.
1: We, dude. We need UFOs. No, <laughs> we need. No, like lions. you got to make it,
0: it look legit. Like it's a, <laughs> it's a real competition, and people are trying. Well,
1: I feel like they already have that with the yeah. with the the PGA though. Yeah, but that's
0: for everything. That's for driving and chipping and mm-hmm. all those shots, hitting a draw and all that. This is for just we're putting and we're going to be good
1: at it. So. I, I I think I disagree. I, I would, if this was up to me, I would go completely the other way. I would get like Nickelodeon as a sponsor. But all right, Tony, I just want to,
0: <laughs> I don't want to offend you, but more sports fans are like me than are like you. They want it to be, they want they don't want a bunch of nerd stuff out there. That's
1: all I'm saying. But are sports fans going to put, going to turn away from like the PGA and tune into miniature? Putting challenge or whatever.
0: We're not we're not going up against the the PGA. We're going up against uh, the cornhole competitions that are on ESPN <laughs> all the time. Poker that's on ESPN look all up. the time. All those you know the the sports that women's basketball, the sports that don't matter. Okay, <laughs> all right, uh, you lost me. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. You got to make it look legit if people are going to get in on it.
1: Well, now it's not fun anymore.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, if anybody else wants to go in on me, yeah. go in with me on that, unless you're a Chick fil A owner because you don't have enough extra cash to start up mm-hmm. something like that because you're making your paltry $200,000 <laughs> a year.
1: And if anybody knows, anyone knows anybody that needs a 50 gallon drum of slime that I was going to use <laughs> to slime the winter. Right Now, we put it on Nickelodeon,
0: (laughs) did you watch any of the NFL games that were on
1: Nickelodeon this year? Yeah. Oh, they were amazing, (laughs) weren't they? They were. It was so fun. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so that was awesome.
1: What was the the Global Guts? Remember that? No. Nickelodeon Global
0: Guts? I didn't have Nickelodeon growing up.
1: Oh, that's right. You're a few years older than me. The
0: first time I got Nickelodeon is when we were married. I've never watched Nickelodeon before. You you serious? Because
1: it was around before then.
0: No, I know. I mean, I was aware of it. I know about uh Truth or Dare. You know, in that (laughs) family, Double Dare. Double Dare. Yeah. Truth or Dare was another game I played when (laughs) I was a kid. I, I, you know, I was aware of all that, but my dad would only pay for the standard thirteen channels growing up. Right. So that's all I had. Well. For a while, we did get MTV illegally, and then he discovered it. And <laughs> oh, it went away.
1: MTV was uh, the bomb I back in the it. early nineties.
0: I loved MTV. That was <laughs> great. Yeah, society really went downhill when MTV quit playing music videos. I, if you, you think know what? About I
1: agree. I mean, because I, I I have felt for a long time that human culture peaked in the eighties. Yeah, it was the fashion was the best it's ever been. The music sure. was the best it's ever been. Cocaine the was great. The movies were the best sure. they've ever been. Yeah, and I feel like we've been on a decline. The '90s were pretty cool too, but we've been on a decline since then.
0: What's the greatest movie made in the '80s? Oh, dude,
1: there's so many. Like- Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> Scar- well, I mean, there's that, but like, you know, I was kidding. Scarface is an okay movie. Yeah, it has the
0: worst soundtrack of any movie ever. <laughs> I mean, just horrible music all the way yeah. through it.
1: It's been so long since I've seen it. I remember it had more f words than I've. Oh, yeah. Any movie oh, I've yeah. ever seen. No, there's a lot of up that. Up until The Big Lebowski. <laughs>
0: <laughs> big Lebowski's a great movie, though. It is. That movie's funny. It is funny. Yeah, I don't know what the greatest 80s movie would be. Goonies? Fast Times at Goody's Ridgemont High?
1: All those were good.
0: I mean, Phoebe Cates, for the win, <laughs> yeah. really. I mean, ushered me into manhood.
1: Gremlins?
0: Yeah, I was never big into Gremlins.
1: Was Die Hard 80s or was it 90s?
0: I have no idea. You're asking that I'm it's not a movie. Right guy. there
1: on the border, I yeah. think. Yeah.
0: I don't know. What's your favorite movie of all time? Have you told me that before?
1: Dude, I don't think I could pick out one movie For real? Yeah, that's just
0: that's lame.
1: You're like lame. one of those people where you're like, What kind
0: of music do you like? Well look at everything. Okay, <laughs> The Matrix. The Matrix. Okay. The
1: original Matrix. All right. If we're judging on just purely the first time I ever sat through a movie, sure. That movie was uh There you go. It's it, a good movie. It's a blew me away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, blew
0: your mind. You've probably been thinking you've been living in a simulation ever since, haven't you?
1: Well, you know what is funny because physicists are talking about that these days.
0: <laughs> Do you ever just get at sit at your computer and wait for like a DOS prompt that says "tiny"? We've been watching you or anything like
1: that. No, but I I have thought about that because I've you know, I've always thought that uh, what if they you know physicists have proposed some experiments that they could possibly do to try to find out if we're living in a simulation. And I've always thought as a Christian, if they do prove we're living in a simulation, I'm just going to be like, well, I told you. I told you there was a creator, (laughs) you know? (laughs) told you so. Yes. So
0: you should teach a Sunday school class on the matrix and how it relates to the Bible.
1: (laughs) Jesus came to give us eternal lives. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you like could the work, Game
0: Genie Code. <laughs> they're aborting babies to feed us and everything. Uh, yeah, you could, you could do a whole, a whole <laughs> s- Sunday series on that.
1: And then we'd be looking for another church. Sure, probably. After yeah. that.
0: No, probably. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be
1: epic, though.
0: I don't know. They ain't kicked me out yet. You, you'd probably make it.
1: What about odd news?
0: Well, got several stories this week. Got a Japanese town who spent their COVID money, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. An Ohio senator is in a little bit of trouble. And they got a Florida man story.
1: All right. Nice. I have, we're going to talk about an extremely rare lobster in Virginia. Ooh. We're going to talk about the demise of Live Leak. Ah. But I wanted to start with this one and shout out to Stan for posting this in the Facebook group. Tiger roaming Houston Street leads to a tense confrontation. Okay. Now, to. Just to start with, you watched Tiger King, didn't you?
0: Of course I watched Tiger King. Well,
1: there's a a statistic on that show, but I've also heard it quoted by Joe Rogan probably a dozen times on his podcast that there are more tigers living in captivity in the state of Texas than in all the jungles
0: of the world. Well, I just want to point out it's really wild that We trust Joe Rogan so much (laughs) when all of us really became aware of Joe Rogan when he would make people eat like roaches on TV and stuff (laughs) for fear factor, you know, and now he's like some credible, but everybody listens to his podcast and all that except me. I don't, but everybody
1: else does. Well, anyway. A tiger was spotted on the loose in a Houston neighborhood Sunday night with one man pointing what appeared to be a gun at the wild animal. Sure is Texas. <laughs> a big cat with a collar was roaming around the residential area on Ivy Wall Drive around 8 p.m. when the unidentified, apparently armed man yells at another man to take the tiger inside. Get the F back inside. F you, and your effing tiger! There you the go. Man can be heard saying, "There you go." While training the apparent weapon at the animal, according to a video posted on social media. Look, if you get a chance to kill a tiger, you have to kill it. You <laughs> well, can't let it walk. I will say, and again, I can't see into the mind of the person writing this article, but just I'm just going to come out with it. If I'm walking around in my neighborhood and there's a tiger on the loose, yeah. I'm going to be a little concerned too. I'm killing it. <laughs> like, it may be the
0: friendliest tiger in the world, mm-hmm. but if you get a chance, that's, only that's a
1: lifetime story. That's only because he's been fed, though. Like,
0: every dinner party you're at, everybody's telling their little stories, and
1: you just roll out with, man, one time I killed a tiger in my neighborhood. <laughs> Nobody's going to top that. <laughs> anyway, it says that another man who claims to be the owner of the tiger replied to him, I'll get him, I'll get him. And then in another <laughs> there, video, kitty kitty, kitty, <laughs> kitty. yes. Another a woman is sheltering inside her home, looking out her window, and she videotaped the whole thing. Nice. Uh, there is a freaking Bengal tiger roaming in the yard, and this dude needs to be careful. The woman is heard saying, what the heck? Why is there a tiger? <laughs> and the apparent owner eventually grabs the tiger and then brings him back inside his house. Uh, the incident was reported to police. It was not immediately clear if any charges will be filed. Now. You, if I'm not mistaken, you said there was you saw an update to this story. I, I, I didn't pay a whole lot
0: of attention to it, but I think it said
1: that. Okay, the, so so fact check here. Yeah, pull, like,
0: somebody fact check me. Yeah.
1: Jamie, uh, pull this up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I read a headline that said the guy who owned the tiger was like out on bond for attempted murder or something like that. <laughs> so very Houston story, by the yes. way. I also want to add that LSU fans are unsufferable, you know? <laughs> yeah. just horrible. You got pet tigers running around. You got to kill it. Like, I don't care about the safety of everybody. Mm-hmm. You just – I mean, you get a chance to kill a tiger, you better kill it. <laughs> Those That doesn't happen very often. Right. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure there's laws on how you have to keep a big cat, you know? Well, no,
1: that's what brought down the uh, Tiger King himself sure. was he – euthanize some tigers. Right. Yeah. And they put... They are endangered.
0: Maybe they, you shouldn't kill them. They put him
1: behind bars for it.
0: Maybe you shouldn't kill a tiger. <laughs> or bats, for that matter. i just say that. They're, they're endangered as well, or protected.
1: It's kind of funny that after all the stuff happened, they're like, you know, we're less worried that you tried to kill Carol Baskins. <laughs> because she is the you know, root of all evil. But you euthanize the tigers, dude. We can't have that. I heard Carol Baskins
0: was gonna come out with a crypto coin. No joke, I heard that.
1: <laughs> oh no. No
0: joke. I heard that. <laughs> oh um, gosh. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I can't imagine just walking down the street and there's just a tiger hanging out. I know. I'd crap my pants probably.
1: <laughs> I mean I would I would definitely not be out wandering sure. the neighborhood. It's cool though. I mean, owning a
0: tiger has some appeal to me, but really? I don't know that I ever would. Mm-hmm. I would break my rule of not having an animal that could kill me. You <laughs> yes. know?
1: Well, I was about to say, you don't, I mean, don't let that thing get hungry. No, same for a pit bull, by the way. <laughs> yeah.
0: Everybody knows that. Yeah. A yeah. well, pit bull can kill you too. <laughs> That's why I want own one. Everybody knows that. You know what's not gonna kill you, Grace. I mean, uh, your dog, Queen. Queen. I don't know why I call her Grace. <laughs> you all the time. know what?
1: I called a family meeting last week and said John has decided our dog is named Grace. I don't know how I don't like Josiah, <laughs> and I don't like Queen. I can't change Josiah's name, or I'm changing the dog's name for the entire. I don't know. Two more weeks that she's alive, we're gonna call her Grace. <laughs>
0: when y'all have her funeral, I'm gonna give a eulogy and just call her Grace all the way through it.
1: Do you have funerals for pets? Uh, no. Well, my mom and I, this is a whole other story that <laughs> I could probably should probably tell another time. But my mom had this cocker spaniel that she loved every bit as much as me or my brother. Yeah, that was called Susie. And when Susie died, she had a casket. She oh wow! Put all kinds of she had like a Bible in her casket and her favorite 2 toy and all kinds of stuff. And uh, she did let me and Brad stay home from school that day, so I can't explain too much because <laughs> we got all to, worth it. because we got to stay home. But yeah, she uh when she died, she was oh man, she just broke down. She was Tore like try, up. Yeah. She was trying to give her mouth to mouth on the way to the vet. Oh wow! And then when we got to the vet, she was like. Oh, no, the vest's not open.
0: Oh, that's the worst. She's sitting there holding
1: her dead dog, and there's just like this closed (laughs) sign swinging (laughs) on the door. (laughs) And here we are laughing at it. (laughs) No, we shouldn't (laughs) laugh at that. (laughs) Pets are special. We had
0: a funeral for Julius the Wonder Cat. Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't like, I don't think Deidre came. It was just like me and the boys. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, he was a good cat, you know? He <laughs> yeah. was the wonder cat. And um, then we buried him in his Indian mouth. And according to some American theologians,
1: mound. he's now gone forever. <laughs> I, I told them that, too.
0: They were like, we'll see him in heaven. I was like, no, you won't. <laughs> yeah, and No, he ain't going to be in heaven. I was mean, going tell
1: my kids, well... You might. You want to lay some money on it?
0: <laughs> i just break it to him. Like a band-aid. You just got to rip it off. No, nah, you ain't going to see him again. That cat's dead.
1: I'll bet you 50 Dogecoin. <laughs> we won't see him again.
0: All right. Let's talk about squids. Okay. You like squids? Uh, they're okay. Okay. You ever eaten squid? Yeah, calamari. calamari? Yeah, yeah, I've had it. It's all right. Good. It's pretty good. Put a little Cajun curl <laughs> on it.
1: Especially if it's fried.
0: Sure. Yeah. Of course. Anything's good fried. You get fried just about anything. Yeah. Well, this Japanese town was given over $7 million for COVID relief. And they use two hundred and thirty thousand dollars of it to build a giant squid statue.
1: <laughs> well, now, well, now, okay. Did someone in the village stand up and say that anyone who looks on this squid statue will be healed? <laughs> well, <I don't, laughs>
0: two things I'm, I've learned in my time on the internet that go hand in hand are Japanese people and tentacles. You know, I mean, they're right yeah. there. They're hand in tentacle, I guess you could say. <laughs> A coastal town in Western Japan is under fire for using hundreds of thousands of dollars designated for COVID-19 relief for something slightly less important, a giant squid statue. Hmm. Local officials said they hoped the statue would boost tourism. (coughs) The town of Noto was given 800 million yen, which is about $7.3 million, uh, from their government relief funds, uh, and the aid program was aimed to boost local economies which have struggled to stay afloat during the pandemic. Um, the Japanese government approved a $708 billion stimulus package. So I'm glad we're not the only ones just handing out money willy-nilly. <laughs> right. This is like a worldwide thing here. Yeah. That's good. Um, and it's, uh, its infections are going up, by the way, it says, according mm. to Johns Hopkins. So, NOTO officials used $228,000 from the emergency funding to build a massive statue, which is 13 feet tall and almost 43 feet long. A town official said that the statue is part of a long-term strategy to spread word about NOTO's fishing industry and its local delicacy, Squid. The statue can be used both as a photographic landmark and a playground for children.
1: And anyone who beholds the statue will be instantly cured of COVID. (laughs) Uh,
0: Noto, located in Ishikawa Prefecture, has had significantly fewer COVID-19 cases than other parts of the country, but has been severely impacted by the decrease in tourism. Uh, locals express a desire to be consulted about how funds are used in the future.
1: <laughs> like a bunch of citizens are like, hey, can
0: we vote on this?
1: It's like, uh, okay, we've, we've already got the squid, but now the anime girl is too much. <laughs> <laughs> One resident told uh, the newspaper
0: that while the statue may bring tourists in the long future, the giant could have been used for urgent support, such as funding medical staff and long-term care facilities. Another said that he wished locals had been allowed to offer ideas before officials spent the money. That's a very American. <laughs> hey, I feel that way yes. a lot. Like, hey, just hit us up. Let us sit you with some ideas here. Uh, so anyways, the article goes on, but that's pretty much the gist of it. I'll show you Tiny a picture. It's in the show notes if you want to see it.
1: Oh, that's it.
0: Yeah, huh. but that thing's forty three feet long, tiny. And how
1: much did it cost? Two hundred and twenty eight thousand dollars. Yeah, I I don't look. I'm not one to bash a, a good squid statue, but <laughs> I, it doesn't look like it's worth. $200,000 to me. Look,
0: if they had this squid statue outside of a Chick-fil-A, you'd be all about it. You would love it. You would never say anything bad about it. Me and you both know that. You'd be like, that's the greatest Chick-fil-A statue ever. No, Elijah, we can't go play on the squid statue. It's Sunday. It's closed. We know. I know. You know. Everybody knows. Yes. Yeah, so.
1: I just, I mean, I feel like I could put up a statue about half that size.
0: You think so? For less money, do it out here in your front yard. <laughs> well, just put it in a circle. <laughs> See if the HOA says anything.
1: Well, do we have an HOA? anymore? I have
0: no idea. Still haven't paid any dues. <laughs> I paid like six months of dues when we moved in. That's about it.
1: Me and Terry got talking about it, and we were like, "I'm not so." Because we may be in a lawless society. Here, here a while back, there was a post in the Facebook group about the guy who was in charge of the HOA was moving. moving. Yeah, yeah he was, that. like, leaving. Yeah. And so we were like, is there? I
0: don't know. Everybody's, like, wishing him well and stuff. And I was yeah. like, no, nah, dude, shut up. We don't even <laughs> say nothing. We don't need to tip them off. You know? <laughs> hey, let to keep a low profile. We owe them money. Let's just wait.
1: <laughs> Things
0: I care about uh, the least in life, one would be paying our HOA dues, mm-hmm. you know? That's right up there. Second would be squid statues. Don't care about them at all. I will say I can't wait to see your brother Brad's picture in front of this. <laughs> uh, I love it. If he goes to Japan, which I know he's wanted to for a long he's time. He's talked about
1: it for forever. Yeah.
0: If he does and doesn't <laughs> maybe, get his picture made in front maybe of Maybe when
1: he gets an inheritance, inheritance. <laughs>
0: When y'all get it out of probate, that would be awesome, though. (laughs) I would be so happy for him. And he will be like a giant in Japan. (laughs) You know? Yeah, he would. I mean, he would just be towering (laughs) over everyone. They may treat him as like a conquering hero. (laughs) I want it to happen. (laughs) What if he becomes king of Japan or whatever?
1: That would be awesome. It really would. (laughs) The emperor.
0: That would be like our number one
1: (laughs) first fan we ever had (laughs) is now the emperor of Japan. And, you know, Japanese, they love weird stuff. Sure. So probably a lot of them speak English. Though. Sure. They should be all about Earth Oddity.
0: Yeah, I think we would be huge in Japan. <laughs> I think we would, too. Sure. We like gotta, We could start selling our underwear over there and everything. <laughs> yeah, Let's get into it. Like uh, pillows. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> we could do all of that. You get your tiny pillow. <laughs> That's not I, so tiny. <laughs> I know. It's like a double body length for a <laughs> for a Japanese person. <laughs> if you want a normal body length, you would get my pillow.
1: Oh, you mean, you mean your tiny mattress?
0: <laughs> I was told once I had very Asian hair.
1: <laughs> okay. And
0: yeah, I don't really know how to take that. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I assumed Asian hair was like our hair, right? I don't
1: but know. But someone
0: told me my hair looked very Asian one time.
1: I'm not a hair specialist. Yeah, I have
0: no idea about it.
1: What do you think about Live Leak?
0: Um, I try to stay away from Live Leak
1: because
0: <laughs> right. I've never watched anything rewarding on Live Leak. <laughs>
1: right. Well, it's a good thing because yeah. apparently it's gone now. Oh, no. Uh, and the headline here is Live Leak's reign of gory terror is over after 15 years.
0: Wow. 15 years is a pretty good run on the internet.
1: It really is, especially for something like Live Leak. Yeah. Says here that the once purveyor of horribly violent videos was unceremoniously shut down this past Wednesday, so almost a week ago, wow. as of when this comes out. The site could be best described as YouTube's evil and less popular twin. That's a great way to put it. It really yeah. is. The place where you go to find uncensored footage of humanity at its worst. It featured everything from local crimes to terrorist propaganda like the ISIS beheading of journalist James Foley. In 2019, New Zealand blocked access to the site for hosting video of the Christchurch mass shooting. As The Verge reports, LiveLeak has been replaced with the far less racy Item Fix, a video-sharing site that explicitly bans uploading gory or violent content.
0: Hmm.
1: Quote, we felt Live Lake had achieved all that it could, and it was time for us to try something new and exciting. Co-founder Hayden Hewitt wrote in a blog post, The world has changed a lot over the last few years, the internet alongside it, and we as people. So, I guess They've it, grown. <laughs> had a, maybe they found Jesus. Maybe.
0: Yeah.
1: Or, or maybe they had a certain number of uh, YouTube React videos <laughs> to hit. And then they finally crossed the threshold there.
0: I don't know, man. I mean, Live Leak is like—I I just wonder what the people in 4chan are going to go for their video <laughs> hosting. You
1: know, I mean, I'm sure something will pop up. Yeah, no, there's where
0: well, there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> yeah. maybe we need to have an Odd Leak. Ooh, yeah,
1: <laughs> yes. I will never watch anything on it, but that might be what we need to do. Uh, without more detail, it's tough to pinpoint the exact reasoning for LiveLeak's demise, but it could be that the initial concept for this site had run its course. LiveLeak was co-founded by the folks behind Orgrish, which also centered on displaying horrific imagery, along with Rotten.com. I remember, do you remember
0: oh, Rotten.com? Oh, yeah, I heard in a long time. <laughs>
1: that was mostly pictures, but yeah, yeah I remember that.
0: Yeah, and no, I got tricked into going to that a couple times.
1: <laughs> it was part of an early generation of shock sites. The sort of places you'd go to see if you could stomach the human carnage of a car accident. I can't, (laughs) you know. Hewitt describes item fix as something completely different, completely fresh, and something we feel energized about tackling. He added, "Sometimes it's just the right time to chart a new path." So I don't know about you, like on the one hand, I'm I'm glad it's gone, but on on another hand, like just the libertarian side of me thinks, you know. There should be a place for people to post whatever. Well, you know?
0: Yeah, I would say, you know... So as long as it doesn't... We're, we're an anti-censorship <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, It sounds like these people shut it down of their own accord. You yes. know. Mm-hmm. So well, that's that's fine. Yeah. And like you say, something will fill the void mm-hmm. because... Fifteen-year-old kids have to watch people get their head cut off for some reason. I don't know why.
1: It makes you a man.
0: I guess so. It didn't make me one. Yeah, I can tell you what made me one. (laughs) (laughs) But that was pre-internet days, anyway. So, uh, yeah. So you something will fill the void. You Mm got to have something to put put. You know your. Whatever, warthogs mowing down terrorists running or innocent civilians running through a village in the Middle East footage, up mm-hmm. and that'll be where it'll be. So, uh, I don't know. Kind of an end of an era, though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's like I feel kind of like when MySpace went out. Which MySpace just... is still there, but is it? Yeah, but it okay. ain't MySpace. I still have a MySpace page, by the way. I can go to it right now. Really? Yeah. Huh. You know, if we had this hooked up, I'd tell you what it was.
1: (laughs) We might do that in the the Patriot Show. Okay.
0: Yeah. And uh, I I don't know. remember. We'll have to see who my top eight is. (laughs) But they took down all my blogs. I think I went over that before. I had a lot of good stuff written, and Justin Timberlake took it down when he bought it. Yeah. Thanks for nothing. Yeah. He's probably going to use them and monetize them or something. (laughs) Okay, well, let's talk about a state senator from Ohio. Okay. He was caught driving during a zoom meeting with a fake office background.
1: <laughs> you know what? Man's busy. I commend <laughs> him for for working.
0: Senator uh, an Ohio state Senator is making national headlines this week, not for a bill he proposed but for his attempt to conceal the fact that he was driving during a controlling board meeting on Zoom. Early on during Monday's meeting, Senator Andrew Brenner can be seen sitting in the driver's seat of his car. Brenner eventually leaned forward and turned off the camera. When he returned, he was seen wearing his seatbelt and clearly driving, yet (laughs) his Zoom background was that of a home office. (laughs) The camera was off for a second time before coming back with a blurred image of Brenner on the road while also having the office background. (laughs) All of this happened as the Ohio House is considering a bill proposing stricter rules against cell phone use while driving with the goal of cracking down on distracted driving in the state.
1: Hmm. Uh,
0: According to Tyler Buchanan of the Ohio Capital Journal, legislation from State Representative Cindy Abrams uh, Harrison and Brian Lampton. Uh, wo- oh, I'm sorry. Cindy Abrams is from Harrison. And Brian Lampton is from our favorite town, Beaver Creek.
1: <laughs> nice. Uh,
0: would pro- That would prohibit the using of electronic devices while driving in most circumstances. Law enforcement could ticket drivers for even holding their phones while driving. So uh, there's a lot of screen caps and a video in this article that shows him where he's sitting <laughs> just chilling out with a seatbelt over his shoulder. Like,
1: I don't know if you can
0: see he's like right here. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Just just trying
0: to play it cool. Um, That's
1: hilarious.
0: So he says for his part, Senator Brenner believes he was not distracted while driving and taking part in a zoom government meeting. I wasn't distracted. He said, I was paying attention to driving and listening to the meeting. I had two meetings that were back to back that were in separate locations and I've actually been on other calls, numerous calls while driving. Phone calls for the most part, but on video calls, I'm not paying attention to the video. To me, it's like a phone call. So excellent defense.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's such a big deal. I mean, yeah. he you know, nobody got it hurt. Yeah. So long as he wasn't like actually looking at the camera, you know. Sure. I don't I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean not the worst. I've hopped on a Zoom meeting on my way back to the office one time because uh Jay got out and I had to chase him down. Mm-hmm. Uh and I I didn't pay attention to the camera. I just drove and listened. Yeah. So you know? uh, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world.
1: I mean I he's I mean, no Jeffrey Tubin.
0: Yeah. No. No, if he was doing that while driving, that's <laughs> that's distracted driving to that the is max. Cold
1: multitasking. <laughs> <That's>
0: right. <laughs> i I'm about driving a stick shift, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't I don't have a problem with that, but everybody else in the world will because that's what we do. I, I don't even <laughs> yeah. remember, was he a Republican or a Democrat? You know
1: what? I don't even I care. I don't know which side's going to be I mad. I don't even care. I don't yeah. even know
0: which side's going to be mad at him. Does it say? Um. Let's see. I got to get back up here to the top. No, it doesn't say
1: here. Oh, so now nobody <laughs> nobody knows oh, yeah. if they hate him at or at defend him. him. <laughs> oh man. Brilliant. Yeah.
0: He said he was wearing a seatbelt and paying attention to the road. So what you gonna do? Yeah. I don't know.
1: Well, I'll tell you what they're gonna do. They're gonna pass that bill. Yeah. Saying oh, yeah. you can't do that no Absolutely more.
0: Absolutely they will. In Georgia, they have a law that uh you can't hold your phone while you're driving.
1: Hmm. So I mean I'm fine with that, except for my, the stereo system in my truck. Yeah, is old enough that I don't have a way. I don't have an auxiliary cable. I don't have <laughs> any way to like pump the tunes. Sure. So I got to put the phone up in the visor. Okay. So I can hear it. You, know? you just got to get
0: headphones and wear them like I do. That way you can't <laughs> hear emergency vehicles or anything. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You're in that like single lane. Uh, Road, right, and there's an ambulance behind you, just like blaring the (laughs) siren. And John will not move.
0: (laughs) I don't want people to sound like I'm a proponent for people texting and driving. Okay, I'm not a proponent for that. Anti texting and driving. All right, Mm -hmm. but I find it odd that texting and driving is a huge deal. But I can eat while I drive. I can drink while I drive. I can play with my radio. I can pick up stuff that falls in the floorboard. I can do all of that stuff, and nobody has a problem with any of it. And is reading a text while I'm driving wrong? Uh, I think so. But I read billboards when I drive. So what's the big deal? I don't know. I
1: mean, the billboard I read is, signs is when beside I drive. the road, so well, I, I, guess you're, my, I guess you're not up. looking down.
0: I don't look down. I hold my phone up so I can still see the road,
1: right? All right. Here's how we fix this, John. We need uh, AR goggles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, you alternate reality. Sure. And we need billboards that are just green screens. Okay. And as you drive along, you look at billboards, and, but through the goggles, it displays sure. your text messages. Now,
0: Deidre's car will read her text messages to her. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know that existed until we got her car. Now, my car would never do that, (laughs) ever. But she gets a text, and she just hits a little read button on the big screen, Mm -hmm. because you can still touch that. Can't touch your phone. (laughs) But you can still touch the thing that says read on there, and it'll read the text message to you. Wild, wild.
1: Has that led to you sending all sorts of racy (laughs) texts? No,
0: no, no. And also her her car, like Bluetooth to her phone, you know, and she'll call me on it. And it's the worst sounding call ever. Mm. I hate it. When she calls me, she's like, I'm on my way home. I'm like, well, let's just talk about it when we get home. You know, I don't want to listen to you echoing and road noise and everything else. I don't like it. Mm. Anyways, that's enough about that.
1: I know that... uh... Yeah. Occasionally, I would try to send Tara like a spicy text here or there. Yeah. Know, if it was a certain night of the week or something. And uh she didn't like it. She was like, my mom could like pick up my phone and like read it on the lock yeah. screen. And I was like, you don't have like, you don't have your phone set to where it has to see your face before it'll show it to you. And she's like, no. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either. And so then I started. That's uh, how the government gets you, Tiny. <laughs> I mean, go ahead. Well, then I started sending them with like the invisible ink. You ever do that? No. If you no. hold the little down arrow while you send it, yeah, it'll give you all kinds of cool stuff you can do. I don't send racy texts <laughs> ever.
0: Rarely ever. Well,
1: I. neither do I now because I, just, I got in trouble for it.
0: <laughs> I just tell her straight up to her face. like, look, girl, <laughs> I think you're looking good or whatever. <laughs> I don't need to send her something at eight in the morning. Well,
1: it's usually when I was at work. I was like, you know, I was at you're work, horned up at work time. <laughs> I was. I was trying – look, I don't know about Deidre, but Tara, it takes a lot of prep oh, yeah. to get there, okay? No. I'm trying to lay the groundwork, okay? Look, I can't just Hail Mary whenever <laughs> I feel like it and get in the end zone. I need to execute a very strategic game plan no, in you order got- to get down the field and score a touchdown.
0: It, all right, you're using a football analogy, but I'm going to use a basketball analogy, <laughs> okay. all right? You got to put up as many shots as possible. (laughs) And a few of them are going to go in. You know, if you're shooting like 50% in basketball, you're great. If you can shoot 50% in that area, you're great too. But yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, well, number one, uh, I, I can't be, I'm not a sexy person in any way. (laughs) You know, people don't look at me and go, that guy's sexy. Right. I can't be sexy. I'm just absurd when I try to be that way. (laughs) Yeah. So, it doesn't work if I'm trying to send something to her. (coughs) And, uh, you know, you don't really have to, like, set it up so much with Deidre. You Mm -hmm. just have to make sure conditions are right more than anything. Like, the playing field Mm -hmm. is ready to go. Lined off. We're good to go. No dirty clothes. No dirty dishes. (laughs) You know, her mind's free. She's not worrying about anything. And then it's go time most of the time, you know?
1: That's not the case around here. Conditions can be perfect. But if I made a joke that she didn't like, that could throw everything (laughs) off. Okay.
0: Well, I will say she got out of the shower on Friday and she was like, ah, I cut my knee while I was shaving my legs or something. And I was like, oh, you know, shaving your legs, you know? (laughs) And she was like, well, you know, I want to wear shorts at Six Flags tomorrow. And I was like, well, I mean, Hey, let's, let's double up the effort here. (laughs) You know, like I don't want it to go to waste. And she was like, no, we got to wake up at 5.30 in the morning and everything. She was like, my legs are going to be shaved all weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, great. Okay, that's good. Take a brain check. We're on the same page here. I got you. But last night, we were laying in the bed, and she was like, all right, good night. And She rolled over and got her CPAP and put it on, and I was like, I guess that whole leg's been shaved <laughs> all weekend. It ain't really work out for me, did it? And she was like. I guess you're right. Yeah. She's like, well, tomorrow, I'll shave my legs again tomorrow. right. I was like, okay. So
1: we got to wrap this up for too long, just so you know. Okay. Well, let's move on then, because uh, an extremely rare calico lobster was rescued from a red lobster in Virginia. Okay. (laughs) It was a red lobster. Now, there's two ways of looking at this. You can look at this as the rare calico lobster was rescued. Sure, But you could also look at this as, the privileged rich man's dinner was stolen from him. <laughs> <laughs> right? Sure. <laughs> uh a rare lobster almost ended up as someone's dinner at a red lobster restaurant in Virginia before employees recognized its uniqueness and quote rescued it. Oh wow. The
0: male. So what do they do it? Like, turn it loose in the ditch? <laughs> I don't
1: know. <laughs> Be free. Yeah, right. <laughs> like it ran over in the parking lot. <laughs> the male calico lobster named Freckles. You people, you never name the animals you're going to eat. Okay. I thought that was a, I don't rule. a problem. Everybody knew that, right? I don't
0: have a problem eating an animal with a name.
1: <laughs> well, uh, I don't either. But as a whole, I sure. don't think people should do. Your that. general
0: populace, yes. yeah.
1: By the Red Lobster team, okay, named Freckles by the Red Lobster team in Manassas, arrived at the restaurant on April 25th as part of its main lobster delivery. When team members recognized the lobster's unique orange and black freckled shell covering, they reached out to Red Lobster's support team and confirmed that it was a rare calico. Calico Calico-colored lobsters like Freckles are so rare, it was almost unbelievable that we received one, a Red Lobster spokesman told CNN. We are so proud of our employees for recognizing that Freckles was so special <laughs> and for reaching out so we could make arrangements for its rescue. Calico lobsters are the third rarest lobsters in the world, preceded by spit-colored and albino lobsters.
0: Spit-colored? Spit-colored. <laughs> well, it was like you spit after you eat an hour later. You
1: could have, like, green spit. <laughs> they said that the chances of catching a calico is one in 30 million. Wow. To provide the lobster with a safe home, the restaurant reached out to officials at the Akron Zoo who connected them with the Virginia Living Museum where freckles could now live. Okay. Calico-colored lobsters, like freckles, are so rare because their coloring makes them very visible and they're vulnerable to predators, Mm -hmm. the Red Lobster spokesperson said. Because a calico-colored lobster is so rare and vulnerable in the wild, it is important that we found him a good home versus setting him free in the wild. Where he would likely not survive. Yeah, no, you get it. But now up. is this not like swimming against the current as far as uh, Darwinism goes? <laughs> I guess so. Like, are we are we really doing lobsters <laughs> as a whole a favor <laughs> by rescuing
0: this one? He's gonna per- reproduce and make other vulnerable lobsters. Yes, he what he's gonna yeah. do?
1: Yeah, I don't know. A lobster? Uh, do you like lobster? Yeah, I mean, now okay, a l- lot of trouble <laughs> shock, to eat a lobster. Shock here, shocker yeah. here. I haven't had a lot of lobster. Oh, uh, Okay.
0: But Tiny, the, you're in Bell now. <laughs> well, the, we have it once a week at my house.
1: <coughs> the two occasions I've had it. Yeah. It was all right. It's pretty good. You know, good. it
0: started off as like a poor person's meal. Really? Yeah. Lobster did. Not know did that. It was like plentiful and everybody didn't want to eat. they were like roaches of the sea or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I think somebody created some scarcity and, made, and started serving it to rich people and it turned into a rich people's meal.
1: Genius. Yeah. But, well, I know that also, like, uh, there's a lot of fish that, uh, they rename it like Orange sure. Ruffy. Yeah, it was originally called Slimehead. Okay, but then they were like, "Hey, you know what? I bet we can call this Orange Ruffy,
0: and people and will we'll, like it.
1: Well, people pay all kinds of money for it? That
0: makes sense. I don't know. Uh, lobster's just a lot of trouble to eat. Mm-hmm. They're really like a big crawdad. You know,
1: I love crawfish though. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now but again, crawfish you need- are a lot easier to eat though. <laughs> you need a like a bucket of them. Sure. The oh yeah, absolutely.
0: But, yeah. A bucket of them and a mm-hmm. bucket of beer. You know, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how we do it.
1: You're making me hungry. now. <laughs> some of that corn, that uh, corn. Yeah. A little low country, low country, low country bowl. And yeah. some potatoes in there. People mm-hmm.
0: from around the world have no idea some what we're sausage talking about.
1: Yeah. Uh, do you that. want me to read the Cajun curl ad right now? <laughs> <laughs> do I need to? <laughs> uh, I, could you use Cajun curl in a, in a bowl? Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, let's talk about Florida, man. Uh, if I were to ask you uh why a Florida man was uh wanted for stealing, what would you think he's stolen?
1: Oh man, there's no telling. Uh I'm gonna say a kid's bicycle.
0: Okay, wrong. A Florida man is wanted for stealing a trove of Leonard Skinner memorabilia. <laughs> uh this free bird could wind up in a cage after stealing about $12,000 worth of Leonard Skinner memorabilia in Florida. William James Walker, who is 38 years old, is wanted for the theft of a trailer filled with rock relics, which were intended to be sold for charity last month. Hmm. The trailer disappeared from the parking lot of a Days Inn Hotel. How
1: perfect. (laughs)
0: How perfect. In Orange Park on April 9th, just one day before the items were sent set to be auctioned off for a cancer benefit, the Jimmy Van Zant Cancer Benefit in Middleburg was set to honor late musician Jimmy Van Zant, a cousin of Leonard do You know them, you know, you know the Van Zants from Leonard Skinner.
1: Uh, I mean, I know of their music, but Donny, Johnny, and Ronnie Van okay. Zant. <laughs> I'm not big into their actual. Personal details.
0: (laughs) The stolen items. First of all, I love Leonard Skinner. Like people can Mm -hmm. call me a redneck all they want to, but I love Leonard Skinner. Great band. Absolutely. They they really are, yes. Great band. Wrote just hit after hit after hit. And people are like, man, I hate Leonard Skinner. They play them on the radio all the time, but you know why they play them on the radio all the time? Because they're good. Yeah. They're excellent. I love Leonard Skinner. I've never
1: understood this. something is cool but, not, but if too many people like it then I have to hate it well
0: that's how you I know? am with Chick-fil-A but that, whatever <laughs>
1: but it don't work for McDonald's for some reason
0: no because everybody pretends to hate McDonald's <laughs> when they secretly <laughs> like it in fact a friend of mine was bashing McDonald's today on Facebook and I just had to comment like no McDonald's slander on my timeline please <laughs> uh, the stolen items included a irreplaceable included irreplaceable mementos mementos from the southern rock band, as well as a 1957 Les Paul guitar signed by musicians Greg Allman, Brian Howe, and Butch Trucks, and others, we have guitars that are signed by a lot of band members. A lot of them aren't even alive anymore. Well, they did have a plane crash. <laughs> you yeah. know, talk about it too much. <laughs> uh, organizer Joey Willett told the local news out told an local news outlet, uh, "It's stuff that can't be replaced." He said. Uh, The suspect is believed to be homeless.
1: Oh, man.
0: And is known to frequent hotels in the Jacksonville area, according to cops. He has a tattoo of praying hands on his (laughs) forearm. Religious. He's religious. Loves Jesus, of course. (laughs) And a spider inked on his shoulder. So, there you go. This is why you can't trust people with tattoos. I know. Everybody knows that.
1: Whatever you do, don't give him three steps. (laughs) No. That's right.
0: (laughs) Leonard Skinner, great band. Love them. Love them. Uh,
1: I was in Nashville one time, and uh, I went I went to a store, and like there was a store that had a little, uh, I guess, Leonard Skinner shrine. Oh, yeah? So that's, I guess, the closest. That's the most I know about them is I just looked at a okay. bunch of their stuff or whatever. I remember they had a, it was a note that one of them had wrote to their sister while they were on the road. Okay. I, like, just mailed her a letter. Yeah. And they had it like pinned up, and it was <laughs> the grammatical mistakes. <laughs> but, and, and I'm okay, a, grammar Nazi. <laughs> say I'm not a grammar. Which I don't know. He spelled monster, moster Now, okay, maybe that was like an inside joke.
0: Maybe so I don't among know. them.
1: I don't know, but. I won
0: tickets to a Leonard Skynyrd concert off the radio when I was in sixth grade, Mm -hmm. and it was in Jacksonville, Mississippi, and my dad would not take me to the concert. Oh, no. But years later, I saw Leonard Skynyrd and the Allman Brothers in concert with a friend of mine who's passed away. Barry Graham was his name, who got a little sick on the way home from the concert and threw up out the side of my car the whole way home. And I didn't find out until three days later, it left a pistol. It left his pistol in the trunk of my car, and I've been riding around with it, and he popped up over at my house like, hey, man, I think I left my pistol in your car. I was like, okay, great. Let's see if it's in there. There wasn't a trunk loaded, ready to go, you know? You weren't like, oh, that's long, gone no. job. No, but if I'd have gotten like pulled over or something, and they searched my car, and they're like, do you have an unregistered handgun that's not registered to you and all that? I'd probably gotten in a lot of trouble.
1: <laughs> I suppose it's possible.
0: Yeah. Anyways, he was a wild man. Uh, well, let's talk about our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Bunda Spice. We want to thank them for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and you can order this all the spice you want off of CajunCurl.com. Shout out to the Cajun Curls food truck, That's by right. the way. right, yeah. Yeah, check them out. Uh, it's excellent Cajun Curl food brought to you
1: by Brandon if you're local you can follow him on, yeah, Facebook. on Facebook he has a business page sure uh, yeah Cajun Curl food truck yeah even if you're not local follow him
0: let's get their <laughs> followers Yes,
1: absolutely yeah, yeah everybody
0: right. go follow him on Facebook anyways it was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish Louisiana and it's a seasoning that goes on everything if you like cooking or eating this is a spice for you Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you could think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on anything will change your life. I recommend it on lobster and squid, <laughs> too. On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the Bayou Blended Spice, and you'll find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. And if your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Bowles Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South Finest Meats, Mark's Mart in downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurling Wallace in Northport. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, it's low salt, it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl value blended spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10, that's E-O-P and the number 10, to get a 10% discount.
1: Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. All right, John. All right. What do you say we ask John some questions? And now it's time for Ask John questions about stuff. We asked me some questions last week. That's right. We did. But this week we're back to our old habits. Alright. We're back to asking John stuff. Okay. I guess real quick, there's one last question A following for you. Follow-up question for
0: you? Yeah. Okay.
1: That just uh, <clears throat> I guess someone posted this after we recorded, but says, if you could ask John one question, what would it be, and how do you think he would answer? Okay. Uh, I would ask John if he's planning to quit the show, (laughs) and I think he would answer yes. (laughs) In all honesty,
0: Tiny, I think about quitting the show once a week, but I haven't done it yet. There we go. All right. There we go.
1: All right. That guy, 6017, asks, in a battle of Burmese python versus grizzly bear, who do you think would win and why?
0: With a grizzly bear, of course.
1: Because it's a grizzly bear.
0: Yeah. I'm like, it's, it's about as apex predator yeah. as you can I get. I mean, it's
1: not a koala bear. Yeah. Yeah, and the
0: Burmese python, if it gets on him, he's just going to rip it apart with his claws <laughs> yes. and teeth. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah, I, that's no contest. I would pick a grizzly bear over just about any animal except tiny. Who is big as a grizzly bear?
1: That would be a fair fight, I think. I would not want to fight a grizzly bear. (laughs) My strategy would just to be as loud and scary as possible and hope that the grizzly bear is like, well, you know what? He's just crazy. I think I'm just going to leave him alone.
0: I watched the Saturday morning hunting show, which I'm not a hunter or Mm -hmm. anything. I've never really been a big hunter. Killed a few animals in my life, but this is not my bag. And a guy was hunting grizzly bears with a bow and arrow. Oof. And I was like, buddy, you better not miss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and He was like up in a tree and the grizzly bear was on the ground. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, if you like just nick that thing, it's coming up the tree and you're dead. You have nowhere to run. Yeah.
1: Remember a few years ago when that one guy, I think he was a, he was a professional hunter. He had like a, some sponsors and stuff. Now, it wasn't a grizzly. I think it was like a black bear, but he yeah. killed one with a spear. Oh, wow. And uh, that's serious business right there. And the whole world hated him for Oh, it. for real? Yeah. I don't remember that. And, and seems it
0: seems like if you're going to kill a bear, a spear is about as even of a match as you well, can. Well, that get. was his defense. He yeah. was like,
1: look, I killed it in season. Yeah. And this is like the most primitive form of hunting <laughs> right. a person can do. <laughs> exactly. That bear had every chance to take me out. And It's not like I just killed him purely for sport because he did take the meat and yeah. all that stuff. So, yeah.
0: hunters really latched on quick to we were eating everything we killed, <laughs> yes. you know. Used to we just killed stuff for fun. <laughs> now, I mean, 80 hunters <laughs> like, oh this, no, I put meat in the freezer, you know.
1: You're like, okay, buddy, I blame Walt Disney <laughs> and his uh, his movie Bambi for that, <laughs> anyway. PaulPowers.com asks, We all know that John hates Tiny because John wouldn't chop off his arm to save Tiny's life. True. Which I wouldn't say that means John yeah, I don't hates hate me. you. I just don't <laughs> so love you as much me, as I love yeah. myself. Which,
0: hold on. Shout out to Paul for putting his entire website into his name. <laughs> so we have to read it. Love it.
1: That's a great idea. <laughs> he says, Sorry, Tiny, you didn't make John's short list. <laughs> Clever. Yeah. But my question for John is, if you knew that chopping off a limb would save someone's soul, would you do it? Referencing Matthew 530, where it talks about what well, we talked about it on the show. Yeah. We referenced in the show. Cutting off a limb to save your own soul was one thing. But would you chop off a limb to save someone else's? Hypothetically, of course, because who could really know?
0: This is a tough one right here. It's a tough one.
1: If, But also, we could
0: we could apply the same logic to just sharing the gospel. Right? <laughs>
1: That's true. Exactly.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: And if I'll do that. If you won't tell your neighbor about Jesus, right. of course you're not going to chop off <laughs> <Right>. your
0: limb. <laughs> uh, it's really going to depend on the person.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest, okay? Yeah. If it's like a stranger, if they're like, Java will cut off your leg and this guy in India gets to go to heaven— I'm gonna be like, well, I'm sorry for the guy in India. (laughs) (laughs) If they were like, John, we're gonna chop off your leg, and this person you know personally know Mm -hmm. is gonna get to go to heaven, I'd probably take a a leg. I get one of those like uh, springy little leg things, (laughs) right? Yeah,
1: is it below the knee?
0: Yeah, hopefully it'll <laughs> yeah. be below the date.
1: And also, I have to know for sure that yeah. it's going to work. No, yeah. I know maybes. I'm going to need an angel to
0: show up and <laughs> yeah, talk to that's... me before this happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, just we're just throwing this out here. Right. right. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, D Reeves asked Tiny, which. Uh, oh, we're back to asking Tiny. To me. Maybe it's just we need to make it a free for all. <laughs> he says, what Chick Fil A drive-through have you found to get you in and out in ten minutes? Mm. I know it's not the one on McFarland by the mall mm. because that's a thirty-minute average wait time there. Ooh, okay, Ooh, that hurts. Well, now, first of all, I will admit that the Chick Fil A, the double, the the double building over off McFarland, yeah, that is an ancient Chick Fil A. Sure. And yes, the wait times are ridiculous over there. Don't go to that one. Yeah. You go to any other Chick-fil-A. Okay.
0: So Tiny almost said something bad about (laughs) Chick-fil-A.
1: But uh, as far as getting you in and out in 10 minutes, John found a Business Insider article that said the average time was eight minutes. Yes. So apparently any Chick-fil-A besides that one off McFarland, No. (laughs) <laughs> no. That, <laughs> According to Fair and Ballast Business sure. Insider, everybody you knows can fair and go to just about any any yeah. it also said that
0: <laughs> Chick-fil-A lagged behind McDonald's. Okay, if you're gonna lean on the That's this article, it lags behind McDonald's by a full minute and KFC. And KFC's handing out full buckets of chicken <laughs> and biscuits and everything instead of just a chicken sandwich in a paper bag.
1: So okay. boom. Suck on that. If we're going to go to naming specific places, don't ever go to McDonald's off 15th Street because I promise you will be there at least 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. I'm minutes. in and out
0: in ten minutes every time, Tiny. Wow. Not on fifteenth wow. street. You're not. I'm in and out in ten I minutes every time. I don't believe You're lying. I'm in and
1: out ten minutes every time. You could not pass a lie detector test if <laughs> we had the dude in here with the polygraph right now. <laughs>
0: the Chick Fil A, <laughs> your home Chick Fil A that you're so proud
1: of, I proved
0: can't get you out in under the in under ten minutes, and they weren't even that busy. <laughs> well, I can't explain that. I just hate being right all the time. It's a burden <laughs> that I've come to bear, but it's no fun proving my friends wrong. Well, all the time. I will
1: say I'm not convinced you're, that was like a hundred percent of honesty. Are you
0: questioning my integrity? Yes, I'm oh, questioning goodness your goodness.
1: Gracious! <laughs> ah, well, I will quit the podcast. <laughs> I don't make me do it again. (laughs) Anybody who moves the goalpost as much as you. I haven't moved the (laughs) goalpost at all. What was funny? People who aren't in the Discord have no
0: idea of the three-day-long argument (laughs) you and I had. I'm sure everybody else in the Discord is like, why did I join this (laughs) dang thing? But Tiny posted up that I moved the goalpost. He was like, (laughs) go listen to this. And everything in that completely disproved me moving the goalpost.
1: (laughs) That's not true. I said that they were going to get you – in and out in 10 minutes you know and I said that wasn't true and you're like that's not true right I didn't say that was slow <laughs> I didn't say anything I said that's not true and I proved it wasn't true Well, and then John, John goes and he scientific- finds an article that says the average wait time is 8 minutes and that's that right. was a bad thing that's not a bad thing <laughs> I never said it
0: was a bad thing that's just the average because the ones that are doing really great like Tyler B. pointed out yeah. they're just pumping them in and out 250 cars in an hour or whatever yeah. they're bringing the average down for the one like the one me and you go to, you know, <laughs> yeah. that are that are running it up. And uh-huh. the one over there that's 30 minutes at Derek reference. I'm sorry, Tiny. You can talk bad about Chick-fil-A. It's okay. <laughs> it's true, at Kathy's not going to show up at your house if you say something bad about
1: them. Uh Stan asks if someone with multiple personalities threatens suicide, is that considered a hostage situation? Just
0: curious. <laughs> that's funny, but I would say no. <laughs> you would say no. Yeah.
1: I would say yes. Just so you could kill him. <laughs> Everybody knows. <laughs> uh, Stan asks, have you ever had sleep terrors, i.e. the old hag trying to choke you while you can't move? Why do so many see the exact same thing, i.e. like, you know, gargles or old yeah. hags or whatnot? And do you think that it is scientific or spiritual?
0: That's a heck of a
1: question, right there.
0: I've never had sleep terrors Mm -hmm. ever. The longs in general are amazing sleepers. Okay, we don't have a whole lot of talent, but we can sleep, buddy. Mm -hmm. And I sleep great every night. So um, I don't know a whole lot about it, but I have heard, you know, like it feels like somebody's sitting on your chest or whatever. And I, I feel like it's probably just more physiological than spiritual. So.
1: Yeah, again for me it's kind of Occam's Razor. Yeah. I think uh, sleep paralysis, you know, which you know Occam's Razor is the simplest explanation is usually the yeah. right one. Uh, I think sleep paralysis does a perfect, perfectly good job of, of explaining the phenomenon. Now it is kind of strange that it is so common. Yeah. that people see old hag or whatever.
0: But also, don't you think that's been introduced into their psyche? So they absolutely, see absolutely. That? That's very yeah. very
1: possible. Right. It being popular and people talking about it right. could very well seed that in other people's uh, subconscious. And if
0: I understand it right, and I'm, I'm certainly not a doctor, mm-hmm. is like it happens because you're like in REM sleep and your body, your brain is like, all right, we're shutting everything down. And then for some reason you happen to wake up in it. Right. And like you can't move your muscles or anything like that. It takes a little bit of time for your brain to be like, oh, we need to turn the engine back on or whatever.
1: Yeah, your brain, it actually, and I have no idea what the name of the chemical is, but it actually releases a chemical while you sleep and dream to paralyze your body so okay. you don't, you know, jump up and take off and start doing stuff. Sure. When you hear about people sleepwalking and doing all kinds of crazy things in their sleep, that's because there may be something didn't trigger, right? Right, yeah. And, then, and now they're up, they're cooking breakfast because they're dreaming about cooking yeah. breakfast.
0: I used to sleepwalk when I was a kid. Yeah. I, I hadn't done it in a long mm-hmm. time though, yeah.
1: I will say that I had sleep paralysis one time when I was younger. Yeah. Now, I didn't have anything, like, scary happening. I just remember uh, my alarm clock going off, and but I couldn't move. Okay. And now it was only, like, you know, for, like, a, a few seconds. Right. And, I, but, and it wasn't like I was just so tired. It was, like, literally I could not yeah. get my body to move it for, like, work. a few seconds okay. until I was able to to finally get up. Hmm. Uh, but I, I didn't have, like, a demon sitting on my chest yeah. or some succubus trying to rape me in my sleep or anything like no. that. Okay. All right. Uh Stan asks, at what temperature does cremation take place? I wonder if they would put fireworks in the body at autopsy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. I don't know what uh, temperature they they use. I hot. would say yeah, <laughs> super hot. Super like, hot. Like six, seven hundred degrees, maybe even more. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what the temperature of a standard fire
1: is. Uh Raytheon asks, if you cook a pancake in a microwave oven, does it not take long does it not take longer to make it a pancake as if it were made in a pan? There are pancake forms that you can use for microwaves, the same sort that people use for making the perfect omelets, but uh, so, yeah, if if you make a pancake in the microwave, which I wasn't aware you could do. I mean, other than just heating one up out of a freezer. What
0: kind of man makes a pancake in the microwave?
1: Yeah, pancakes are not hard to make. No. And they're so much better. Now, I have seen,
0: I don't know if you've seen the video of people online that have figured out you can take your spatula and put it on the pancake while it's in the spatula and flip it over. And then flip it back, and it'll flip the thing. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. So it's like a easy. Well, they claim it's an easier way to flip your pancake, right? But really, it's not because you're involving two hands in flipping the pancake. than one, so mm-hmm. you're using more energy to do it. It's yeah. just something cool. You got to see the video. I can't explain it well enough.
1: It takes some practice. I've gotten to where I'm okay at flipping pancakes. Yeah, but I tell you what. uh,
0: they gotta be done enough. Early
1: on in single life, yeah. I messed up a lot of pancakes trying to get them down.
0: You can't go to the flip too early. No, you know if you when you get to where you can do them in a, just with a pan, mm-hmm. that's where it's at. You know well, that's yeah. big time impress the <laughs> kids right there.
1: Uh, my motto is mix it thick and then flip it quick. Okay, so all right,
0: <laughs> Deidra is more the pancake cooker in my house. anyways, okay. too yeah because I I got time to be cooking pancakes. Got I'm gonna the rattle them dishes around, woman.
1: I'm the uh, I gotta I gotta admit I'm the pancake guy.
0: I'm normally on bacon and eggs and she's on pancakes. <laughs> right. So
1: when someone who is thinking about committing suicide creates a will, is that statement made under duress, thus hmm. rendering it null and void? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Usually it wouldn't surprise me to hear someone uh upset with a will.
0: Yeah, right. Like
1: trying that out in yeah. court.
0: Now, I think most wills have the phrase that you're in sound mind when you're That's true, you know you have to sign it and all that, so which that means may, a
1: plaintiff could come say they were not in their sound mind
0: because they committed suicide they committed suicide yeah. well, you say at the time this document was signed, they signed that they were in <laughs> sound mind. That's what I would say. I'm no I'm, lawyer.
1: I'm just saying that's a payday for lawyers.
0: Sure, you know? absolutely. That's a way for the I'm lawyers. I'm sure this has already get been tried out and
1: make some money. There's
0: like case law already yes. on this. I'm sure.
1: What happens if you get scared half to death twice? You die, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> but I guess they have to be in close succession, right?
1: <laughs> right.
0: I guess like your health meter goes back up, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, Stan asked, if you choke a Smurf, what color does it turn?
0: <laughs> I've choked many a Smurf. <laughs> uh, <Purple. laughs> yeah, I would think purple. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh,
1: and then Jacqueline asked, what is the best fabric? Ooh, cotton. Cotton.
0: Can't go wrong with cotton. Okay. Yeah. I'm from a cotton producing family, so <laughs> we love cotton. It's the best. Versatile. You can do a lot with it. And it's a
1: major crop in the South. I would say spandex, but not on me. (laughs) (laughs) On other younger, fitter people.
0: I went to Six Flags this weekend (laughs) on Saturday. Six Flags, for people who don't know, is like a low-rent version of Disney World. In fact, it is like a really big county fair, is the best way to put it. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, the people wearing spandex there, whoo, they were really proud of themselves. <laughs> were
1: really. they? Were they people who should have been wearing spandex? No, none of them. <laughs> they should we're have. not.
0: Okay, like, you get the perfect mix of white trash there at yeah. Six Flags. That that part's fascinating. But everything else about Six Flags, I hate, <laughs> and I always have. So,
1: gotcha. Yeah. Well, if you would like to write into the show, no, no, not that. Yeah. If you would like to ask John questions, you can join our Discord server, link in the show notes. You can you, debate Chick-fil-A's merits in can, there, too. You can try to, well, that'd be pointless. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, you can try to convince John that Chick-fil-A's great, but that's pointless. Yeah, he's, no, he'll never I will admit, never it, he's back
0: right. down off no. of my stance. I'm dug in. Uh,
1: Anyway, go to the Ask John Questions About Stuff channel, and you can ask John questions, and he will answer them 100% correctly, unless you ask him about Chick-fil-A. Sure. Well, I will
0: answer those correctly. Tiny just don't want to hear the answers.
1: All right, John, what do you say we go to voicemails? Okay. All right. We have a voicemail this week that comes from Angela. Okay. Hi,
0: John and Tiny. This is Angela. So um, this is sort of odd. So why is it... The song Michael Rode the Boat Ashore, Hallelujah. How come it doesn't say
1: Peter Rode the Boat Ashore?
0: I don't remember if there was a Michael disciple. All right, have a blessed day. Okay, well, bye for now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I assume that the song is about after Jesus died right and then he came back and all the like Peter was like I'm going fishing Mm y'all and come on with me you know I know John was there I don't know who else was there Two weeks
1: ago we had a sermon on this yeah
0: and Peter jumps out of the boat when he sees Jesus on the shore and swims on in.
1: They didn't know it was him at first, right? But then when he said cast your nets on the right side, which is something he had done early on, sure. And they had a whole bunch of they had a yeah, huge they were catch, one hundred
0: fifty three or something like that. Yeah. yeah,
1: John was like, "Hey, it's the Lord." Yeah, and Peter like immediately jumps out of the boat, and swims, swims
0: the shore. shore. Yeah, and I assume Michael rode the boat shore
1: but I don't remember the text saying that he wrote it. I don't either. I don't know. Okay, this comes from Wikipedia.
0: This trusted news source. (laughs)
1: source. Way better than Business Insider. (laughs) Michael Row The Boat Ashore, is an African-American spiritual song first noted during the American Civil War at St. Helena Island one of the Sea Islands of South Carolina. Mm -hmm. The best-known recording was released in 1960 by the U.S. folk band The Highwaymen. Are you familiar with The Highwaymen? Yep. Uh, That version briefly reached number one hit status as a single. It was sung by former slaves whose owners had abandoned the island before the Union Navy arrived to enforce a blockade. Charles Pickard Ware was an abolitionist and Harvard graduate who had come to supervise the plantations on St. Helena Island from 1862 to 1865, and he wrote down the song in music notation as he heard the freedmen sing it. Where's cousin William Francis Allen reported in 1863 that the former slaves sang the song as they rowed him in a boat across Station Creek. The, first, the song was first published in 1867 in Slave Songs of the United States by Alan Ware and Lucy McKim Garrison, folk musician and educator Tony Stelton, rediscovered it in 1954 in a library copy of a book. The song is cataloged as... Round Folk Song Index number 11975. All right, well, let anybody me, would
0: like to? let me stop you right there because <laughs> you're up. not addressing the issue, Tiny. <laughs> uh, the full song talks about crossing the River Jordan. Okay. The Michael in the song is probably the Archangel Michael. Uh, and it is believed that Michael helps ferry souls of the dead to heaven. Hmm. So there you go.
1: So this is... Michael rode the boat ashore, i.e. Michael take me to heaven. Yeah,
0: Michael take me to heaven.
1: Okay, there we go. We
0: were totally off <laughs> on our theories, according to the internet. <laughs> so, right. there we go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We, uh, we, I feel like we learned something yeah, today. That was a great, that yes, was a great you, call. Thank you, Angela. Yeah, call back with a an, <laughs> with
0: another spiritual question. <laughs>
1: yes, and we will give you the incorrect answer. Sure, and it then is. we'll look it up on the internet. Look it up, and we'll tell you what it actually. is. Let's talk is. about Swing Low, Sweet Chariot next time. <laughs> uh, we also have a text message this week. Mm-hmm. It comes from Death Dealer. He says, This is Death Dealer again. Just some observations from the previous shows. Tiny, if you like Lord of the Rings, look for the Russian knockoff. Uh, I've heard of a a Russian Lord of the Rings. I need to to look that up. Uh, In the robot story, John mentioned building in a kill switch. I was heartbroken that he didn't mention Order 66, considering that he is king of the nerds.
0: <laughs> I don't even know what Order 66 is. You know,
1: Order, Order 69 <laughs> every once in a while.
0: <laughs> but I don't know what Order 66 is.
1: No, Order 66 was in Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Where Palpatine, he like turns into the evil emperor and he tells all the clone troopers to turn on their Jedi generals. Okay. You remember that scene where they gun everybody down? vaguely okay
0: like i've seen it but i'm not
1: well he was like i hadn't
0: committed it to memory
1: he was like execute order 66 okay and all the clones it's like the message goes out in middle of the clone wars all the clone troopers immediately turn on the jedis and start okay. start shooting start them, down, them start shooting in the back start killing them okay yeah
0: huh interesting
1: so that was i guess you could say that was the evil emperor's kill switch
0: okay there we go <laughs> yeah.
1: I think that'll about do it for the free show. Yeah. One thing that we have to do before we end the show, though, is we have to thank all of our patrons. We thank all of our patrons, but we would like to thank by name those who donate at the 10 or above tier. And they are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Mr. Warsaw, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Kara Wisco, Ms. Sherry Herron. Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. J.D. Westfall, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Thomas Williams, Mr. Todd Glover, and Mr. Tyler Bond, and of course, Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Will. Hmm. Thank you all so much for donating to the show, for supporting what we do, just your support. We thank you so, so, so very much. Yeah. If you would like to jump on that Patreon train yourself, You can head on over to patreon.com slash We have several different tiers, but if you sign up for the $5 tier, that gets you an extended show every single week. And once a month, you get an all-exclusive patrons-only show. That is patreon.com slash Extend your oddity. Extend it. Speaking of extensions, what we got coming up in the extension?
0: we got a story about a shoe store employee.
1: (laughs) Okay. Uh, I have a story about a cult and a mummy.
0: Okay. All right, well, appreciate everybody listening, and just remember that you don't have to be nice to chick-fil-a like there's no <laughs> there's no benefit to being nice to chick-fil-a okay just 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 throwing that out there to nobody in specific <laughs> just generally you don't have to be nice to chick-fil-a there uh, we go
1: I'm going to say though you don't have to you should be nice to everybody. Because that's what Jesus would want us to do.
0: <laughs> Jesus did, never talks about being nice to a corporate entity. <laughs> Ever, I don't think. No, Does but we're it? talking about people, though, right? Chick-fil-A is not people. There are people who work Chick-fil-A. There are people who work there. I'm always polite to the people who work at okay. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. <laughs> well, in that case, we don't disagree. Now, I've heard you be mean about McDonald's people.
1: I don't want to go down that road. <laughs> I, I saying, don't want to go down that road. I have always been nice to McDonald's uh-huh. people. Uh-huh. No, I've never been no the McDonald's. No. Folks.
0: no, that's that's fine. I'm nice <laughs> to everybody, by the way. <laughs> Every single person. Yeah. John, John's never been mean oh, or rude just, to anyone. I'm the nicest person. Yes. I am really the nicest person <laughs> to restaurant workers. I really am. Credit somebody to John. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> on my Facebook the other day was like, I had uh, I went out to eat and had a $38 check and I tipped five bucks. And I wanted to comment so bad, like, Way to leave a 5% tip, you know? <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't. Were they
1: bragging?
0: I No, no, no. I, oh, there was okay. like an issue or something. I don't oh, remember okay. what it was. I don't even remember who it was, but I was like, I had to hold back. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, okay, high roller with you $5 tip on a $40 check. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Anyways.
1: You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Cast Box, yeah. Stitcher. Everywhere. Everywhere. Anywhere, Spotify.
0: Yeah, anywhere podcasts are found, yeah. we're there.
1: If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at earthoddityatplanetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. Got some show art, you can find that underscore earth oddity on Instagram. That's right. We have a Discord server if you want to chat or if you want to argue <laughs> about fast food restaurants. Link in the show notes. I just want to say, uh, <laughs> Five Guys is not a fast food restaurant. So. <laughs> and we also have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number?
0: Okay, that phone number is 662. 662- 493 2059. That's 662 493 2059.
1: We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Odyssey for the Fringe Radio Network, Sonny. Love y'all. Bye.
0: This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Patreon show uh, where we're going to get a little loose with it (laughs) and we're not going to argue about Chick-fil-A in here because (laughs) we don't have to pretend to not like each other.